Come one, come all, gather around people. It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you with another podcast episode from the Gathering Strength Podcast. And today I have another treat in store because I finished another book. The Science of Storytelling by Will Storr. In this captivating book, the author Will Storr, he explores how storytelling is deeply rooted in human culture and why it resonates with us on a psychological level. And within the book, there's practical techniques to enhance your storytelling skills. Now, this is important because we all have a story, and I want you, as well as myself, to be able to tell our stories in the most beneficial way so that we can help guide other people. Now, we're going to discover the evolutionary importance of stories, the power of emotional engagement, and the impact of storytelling on our beliefs and behaviors. Join me, because I'm going to dive into the fascinating science behind storytelling and unlock the secrets to crafting narratives that captivate and inspire. At this time, I'm going to encourage you to take out a writing utensil, whether it is a marker, a crayon, or some sidewalk chalk, dust off that Lisa Frank stationery pad, because in the words of Warren Buffett, the more you learn, the more you earn, and by golly, you gonna learn today. Now, over here at the Gathering Strength Podcast, I want you to acquire all types of strength. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. And I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing for the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championship. I want you to look jacked. I want your veins to have veins. Now, as it pertains to storytelling... Here is how it can be beneficial to your life and how it can be one little nugget, one little grain of sand, one little snowflake that mounts up in your life to add up for big results. Now, learning how to tell a story, it is important for several reasons. Number one is going to be communication. Storytelling is a powerful tool for effective communication, whether you're sharing personal experiences, presenting ideas, or conveying information, storytelling engages and captivates your audience. It helps you to connect with others on an emotional level, making your message more memorable and impactful. Now one of the goals, one of the aims for me as it pertains to creating this podcast is one, I wanted to increase, enhance, amplify my storytelling capabilities. And you know, I have a lot of work to do, but as each episode, as I bang those out, I know that incrementally, as I continually show up and put in the reps, my storytelling capabilities are going to Hopefully one day look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing for the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championship. And also because I I am a father, a role model to whoever's looking for a a role model. You know, primarily my my family, primarily my household. Uh, Because I am that father and the husband and the pillar of my community... 
I need to be able to effectively communicate and tell a story that is gripping, that is rich, that is compelling. Because ultimately, if you're not telling a a, a story, I don't know, what are you talking about? It's like, all right, what are we doing here? Just tell me what to do, right? But if you can tell a a properly told story, you can elicit some emotion, you can elicit some feelings to get people to work on a more richer level, on a deeper level. For example, another benefit is going to be engaging and persuading. Stories have the ability to capture attention and hold interest. By learning how to tell a story, you can engage your audience, spark their curiosity, and persuade them to consider different perspectives or take specific actions. And guess what? Guess who your audience is going to be potentially? Your son, your wife, your husband, your family. You know, the the person who you are trying to role model good behavior towards. They are your audience. Now, this is particularly valuable in professional settings such as presentations, marketing, or leadership roles. And hey, also, when that yearly uh, that yearly meeting happens and you're trying to get some, some more money because you are bringing in more value, well, you're going to have to construct a narrative, construct a story that persuades them to get them to do what you need and want them to do. And that is one way that we gather our strength. You will be able to properly articulate and tell your story on why it is imperative that they give you a raise. Another tip is memory and retention. Stories are more memorable than raw information or facts. By incorporating storytelling techniques, you can enhance the retention and recall of information. Stories provide a narrative structure that helps the brain organize and remember details, making your message stick in the minds of your audience. Another aspect of storytelling is cultural preservation. Now this is important because stories are integral to cultural preservation. They pass down traditions, values, and knowledge from one generation to another. By learning how to tell stories, you contribute to the preservation of your culture and ensure that important narratives are carried forward. Another positive attribute of being able to tell a good story is personal growth and self-expression. Now, storytelling, that is going to allow you to explore and express your own experiences, thoughts, and emotions. And man, we all have our own story. And if you can't, you know, tell your story then you are potentially living in the fog. Your life is a foggy London town. And now with some of the implementable practices that I have shared throughout my podcast catalog, you know, as of recently, I created a four-part series called The Buff Mind, The Buff Spirit, The Buff Bank, and The Buff Mind. And... I would encourage you to go and listen to that catalog because there's a bunch of ways that I share that have, you know, not also benefited me, but has benefited humanity since day one. And that is reflection, being mindful, journaling, and those are some ways to add clarity in your life. Now, when you have clarity, you'll be able to share 
and tell your story, your own experiences, share your clear thoughts, and share your emotions. Now, it can be a form of self-reflection, personal growth, and creative expression. By honing your storytelling skills, you develop a powerful means of sharing your unique voice and perspective with the world. Overall, learning how to tell a story equips you with a valuable skill set for effective communication, connection, and self-expression. It allows you to engage, persuade, and leave a lasting impact on your audience, whether in personal, professional, or cultural context. Now, if that doesn't persuade you to want to amplify your storytelling capabilities, well, uh, then I don't know what will. For those who are still interested in learning how the stories of our lives impact us greatly, well, I got more, more to say about this. Now, here are some key points that are contained within that book, The Science of Storytelling. Uh, Storytelling is a universal human activity, deeply rooted in our evolutionary history. Stories have the power to shape our perceptions, beliefs, and behaviors. Now, the evolutionary purpose of a story. Now, our brains, they are wired to respond to stories because they helped our ancestors survive and thrive. Stories serve as simulations as they enable the transmission of knowledge, skills, values across generations. Stories help our ancestors make sense of the world, solve problems, and form social bonds. The psychological impact of stories. Now these engage our emotions, making them more memorable and impactful compared to facts or data. Through stories, we can experience different perspectives and empathize with characters, fostering understanding Now, as humans, we have been telling stories for thousands of years, and storytelling is deeply ingrained in our culture. It is something we naturally do to share experiences, pass down knowledge, and entertain others. There was an article that I read about the one of the first stories ever told, and I forget exactly how far back it was, but the first story that ever was told was a cave drawing and people believe that the cave drawing depicted as a warning to other cavemen roaming around that area that they were next to a volcano and now because that cave dwelling Neanderthal he took the time to write via images you know, I, I don't know, he probably drew like a stick man and then a triangle and then a bunch of fire blowing out of the top and smoke and probably some skull and crossbones to depict death. And because he did that, the people who came after him, while they might have been considering laying down and settling in that area, here they have, you know, the, the flowing water, they have ample fruits and nuts and berries and lots of things to hunt and gather and then when they went to go take refuge in that cave they were like oh wait wait hold on what's this and then they probably recognized like hey that's that's my boy charlie i recognize his cave drawings anywhere and then they started to to decipher and read 
the the cave drawings and he was like uh oh oh hell no hey honey pack up the kids we are we can't stay here because man this, turns out we're in a volcano and that is how storytelling began one guy warning the next guy that he was going to be settling next to a volcano so <laughs> interesting stuff man now, going back to the book, when we hear or read a story, something fascinating happens in our brains. Our brains are actually designed to respond to stories. It is like they have a built-in mechanism that makes us pay attention and engage with the story. This makes storytelling a powerful tool for communication and understanding. Like, for example, hey, going back to that first cave-dwelling warning about living in a volcano... Now, what what that did to that caveman's brain was he pictured himself within that story of, you know, having his family decimated by lava or, you know, having being uh, engulfed in ash and smoke and dirt and flame. And because our brains, when they hear a story, they put us within that story. And if it's a good story, hey, great, we will abide by the rules of the story. If it's going to lead us, you know, if it's a bad story, a warning, then our brains are going to, once again, put us in that story. And because, you know, our brains are wired to keep us alive, it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to avoid this story. I'm going to heed the warnings and I'm going to pack up my stuff and I'm going to move it on. So, hey, thanks, brain. Thanks, evolution. For keeping me alive, I've I have heard a lot of stories, a, a lot of cautionary tales, and I, because of that, I have been able to avoid or stave off unnecessary suffering. Now, when we listen to a story, our brains become active, and we start to imagine the events, emotions, and characters in our minds. This engagement with storytelling helps us connect with the message on a deeper level and remember it better. So whether we are listening to a bedtime story, watching a movie, or reading a book, storytelling captivates our attention and allows us to explore different worlds, ideas, and perspectives. It is a fundamental part of what makes us human and connects us to each other. Now within that book, he talks about studies, neurological studies. Now, these neurological studies, they show that when we listen to stories, our brains synchronize with the storyteller, creating a sense of connection and engagement. Effective storytelling activates various brain regions, including those responsible for processing sensory details, emotions, and motor responses. Elements of compelling stories. Now, these are going to include characters. Strong and relatable characters are essential for engaging storytelling. Readers or listeners should care about the protagonist of their journey. Now, guess who the protagonist is in your life? You! You are the protagonist. What is a protagonist? Oh, hey, glad you asked. A protagonist is the main character or central figure in a story. They are typically the character through whom the audience experiences the events and conflicts of the narrative. The protagonist is often the one who drives the story forward, facing challenges, overcoming obstacles, and undergoing personal growth 
or transformation. They are usually the character with whom the audience forms a strong emotional connection and invests their interest. The protagonist's actions and decisions propel the plot and shape the overall direction of the story, making them a vital element in engaging and a captivating storytelling. So that's what I'm saying, man. You are the protagonist. You are the hero archetype. You are the one who is going to be involved in, hey, paradise. You're going to have some blissful moments. But uh uh-oh, here comes the storm. And now all of a sudden you have conflict. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Because you are the hero archetype, you are going to struggle and wrestle with that conflict until ultimately... Your hand is being raised in victory. And now because you are the hero in your story, you have brought order into the chaos and you have brought resolution to the story. All right. Hey, everyone, round of applause for our hero because you did it. You done it. You are the hero. Right on, my guy. So here we have, we have the paradise, the... The patterns, or we have the paradise, the chaos, the struggle, and the resolution. We have the patterns, the rules, the story, and if another people, if enough people abide by the story, then you have a culture. Now, because a good story just can't be one guy. You know, just be one person all by themselves. Even the movie Castaway, Tom Hanks, man, he has his little buddy Wilson to keep him company. Now, in addition to the protagonist, which is you, you hero, a story typically involves several other characters who play different roles in shaping the narrative. Now, here are some common character types found in stories. Now, because, you know, these are common characters found in stories... When you hear about these other, these other people playing these roles, analyze the people who are in your life. Next, you know, first, after the protagonist, is going to be the antagonist, this dickhead, right? Now, this guy goes ag- against, he is the force that opposes the protagonist, creating conflict and obstacles for them to overcome. They provide the main source of tension and opposition in the story. Wow, we could do without these damn antagonists. Man, we we need them. We need them because we need to overcome them. And those are the best stories. You can't tell a good story that involves no struggle, no conflict, no Karens, no dickheads. Um, I'm trying to think of a story... I, I can't, you know, leave leave me a comment to where there is just a protagonist and everything is all good forever, all the time. They don't struggle. They don't do anything other than just chill. They just eat sandwiches all day and have sex and play video games. That's all they do all day. So we have the protagonist, which is you, the antagonist which is that guy who opposes everything that you do. Uh, We have supporting characters. These characters assist or interact with the protagonist, providing emotional support, guidance, or serving special functions with the plot. They can be friends, family members, mentors, 
or allies to the protagonist. Now, when you are telling your story, you know, uh, let's let's include these supporting characters because ultimately we're gonna gang up on that antagonist. We're gonna find that guy in a parking lot and we're gonna kick his ass, right? Another role that is important in our overall storytelling capabilities is the love interest. Oh yeah, my nipples are getting hard right now just thinking about my love interest. Now love interests are characters who form romantic relationships or significant emotional connections with the protagonist. Their presence adds depth, emotional complexity, and often drives subplots within the story. And then the next one after the love interest is a sidekick. Man, we all need a good sidekick. They are hard to come by. Ah, oh, man. These are loyal companions or friends who accompany and support the protagonist on their journey. They often provide comic relief, offer advice, or contribute to the protagonist's development. We all need a Robin to our Batmans. And we all could benefit greatly from having a goose to our maverick. You know what? Let me give a DJ Airhorn for all the awesome sidekicks out there. Because the comic relief and the, the advice that they offer, they contribute to the protagonist's development. So in honor of them, onward into the foils. Ooh, what is a foil? The foil characters are juxtaposed with the protagonist, highlighting their contrasting qualities or beliefs. Foils help accentuate the protagonist's strengths or weaknesses and contribute to character development and the thematic exploration. Next up is villains. Uh, These villains, right? Villains are characters who embody evil, antagonism, or opposition to the protagonist's goals. They create conflict and act as primary sources of tension, pushing the protagonist to their limits. Wow, man, we could do without these villains. Like I said before, they are essential because they're going to push us to our limits. Uh, And last but not least, these minor characters. No biggie if they're in there or not, but hey, we all can, can benefit from these minor characters because these characters have smaller roles in the story but contribute to the overall narrative. They might appear briefly or sporadically, serving specific functions, providing context or adding depth to the story world. Now to recap, hey, reflect on who the people in your life are and how they contribute to your story. Identify the antagonist. Identify the supporting characters, your love interests, your sidekicks, your foils, your villains, and your minor characters. Because essentially, they all add up and contribute to your story. And your ability to construct and tell your story that elicits and persuades emotions and helps people to inculcate themselves into your, you know, into your story. Now, how does a story get, you know, manifested in the first place? Well, I'm glad you asked because patterns. Uh, Well, first it goes patterns. You know, someone recognizes patterns. You know, the hero 
They go out into the world of chaos where it appears random. There's no form. There's seemingly, you know, conflict. But then the hero starts to identify patterns. And now because the hero can identify the patterns, they can anticipate their next move. And with enough time that goes by and with enough uh, practical actions that have repeated success, then the hero can, can create rules. And once the rules are implemented, now a story needs to get told in order for there to be structure. And one of the psychological aspects of storytelling that our brains are wired to pick up on is the story. Because uh, as identified in the book, our brains remember a story more clearly than simple rules and facts. So if you want your rules to be abided by, it has to be told in a story to elicit emotion and have a higher probability of persuading the person who you're telling your story to. Now, patterns. Patterns refer to reoccurring elements. Oh, sorry, hold on. Going back. Let me rewind completely. You have your patterns, you have your rules, and then the story gets told. And when enough people abide by the story, then you create the culture. Now, these are inter interconnected elements that play a significant role in storytelling. Now, here's how they re relate to one another. Patterns. They refer to recurring elements or structures that exist within their story. Now, before we dig deeper, what are some of the patterns in your life that appeared random, that appeared, you know, chaotically in your life? Identify those. Because stories often follow familiar patterns such as the hero's journey, where a protagonist goes through various stages of adventure, transformation, and resolution. Patterns help provide a sense of coherence and familiarity to stories, making them relatable and understandable. And after the patterns, then we go into the rules. Now, rules in storytelling refer to the guidelines or principles that govern how stories are constructed and conveyed. These rules include narrative techniques, character development, and plot structure. And storytelling, convention, uh, storytelling conventions specific to different genres or cultural contexts. Understanding and adhering to these rules can help storytellers effectively convey their intended messages and engage their audience. Now the story is going to encompass the content, the characters, and events, and the emotions presented in the narrative. In this central element of storytelling, carrying the message, theme, or moral storyteller intends to communicate. A story has a beginning, middle, and end, and it takes an audience on a journey, evoking emotions, sparking imagination, and imparting meaning. Uh, lastly is culture. Culture refer refers to the beliefs, the values, traditions, and shared experiences of a, of a particular group of people. Stories are deeply intertwined with culture as they reflect and shape cultural norms, perspectives, and identities. Different cultures have their own unique storytelling traditions, themes, and narrative structures influenced by their historical, social, and geographical context. Connection. 
Now, when we connect all of those things, the patterns and rules provide a framework for the storytelling, guiding storytellers in creating coherent narratives that resonate with audiences. Stories as a medium of storytelling embody the transmit and transmit cultural values, traditions, and collective experiences across generations. Cultural influences shape the patterns and rules of storytelling, giving rise to diverse storytelling styles, themes, and approaches. In turn, stories have the power to influence and shape cultures, reinforcing or challenging existing beliefs, values, and societal norms. Overall, storytelling is an intersection where patterns, rules, story, and culture converge. By understanding and harnessing these connections, storytellers can create narratives that resonate with audiences, reflect cultural context, and effectively communicate their intended messages. Before we hang up our hats on this podcast episode, we need to talk about how profound and important it is to have emotions in our story. Emotions, these are the key to capturing and maintaining the the attention of our audience. By tapping into emotions, storytellers can create a lasting impact. Emotional resonance is achieved through authentic and relatable experience, as well as by exploring universal themes. Uh, Using storytelling in different contexts, storytelling has applications beyond entertainment. It is used in marketing, leadership, education, and personal development to convey messages effectively and inspire action. Understanding the context and audience is crucial in tailoring stories for specific purposes. Uh, Lastly, but not leastly, crafting your story. Developing storytelling skills involves practice, self-reflection, and experimentation. Storytellers should focus on honing their ability to create engaging characters, compelling narratives, and emotional connections. Now, ultimately, this book, The Science of Storytelling, it provides a comprehensive understanding of the power of storytelling, and it offers practical guidance for improving storytelling techniques. By harnessing the innate human inclination for stories, individuals can become more persuasive, empathetic, and effective communicators. And what type of person out there would not want to become a more uh, persuasive, empathetic, and effective communicator? Within my podcast catalog, I have um, I talk about another book, and that is The Art of Negotiation. I'm going to create a link and put it in this in these show notes because that book compounded on top of this book if you read or listen to both of those man that's going to up your game and that is going to be one more way that we accumulate and acquire and ultimately gather our strength if you made it to the end of the podcast thank you so much for listening drop me a comment and tell me what you liked, disliked what you learned from this episode and until next time It's onward, always onward.